All right, we ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn. Come on. <laughs> Come on, get it together. I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our stupidly large DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two disc center. One disc leaves. This is DVD, DVD Deathmatch. Hi. Hi. How's How are it going? You? Great. Okay. 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 There was there were some technical difficulties, but we got it sorted out. Yep, we really did. Lucky you. Christmas Lucky. isn't ruined. <laughs> we yeah. saved Christmas. That's right. Liza and Mike. Saved Christmas. Saved Christmas. Us and Ernest. <laughs> um how are you doing? You're well? Family's good? I'm well, sorry. I was taking a sip of my tea. Um, I'm well. I'm well. I'm I'm well. There's nothing nothing. Jesus Christ! Are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) No, everything's great. We had a we had a we had a good week. I'm trying to think of anything that happened this week. Um, I got nothing. Really uneventful week. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uneventful. Um. Great. Great. Okay. Uh. Where'd you go? Nowhere. <laughs> you were like looking off into the middle <laughs> distance and saying nothing. And I was like, um, well, do we have any topics at the top? No, not really. Um, you know, that would require like preparation, forethought, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. found a meme this week. A meme? I found a meme starring <laughs> Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> first, we bought a zoo, and now I found, found a, meme. a meme. I found a meme that was, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, uh, vamp, 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 what vamp, was that vamp, about? vamp, 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 vamp. It was Jean Luc Godard, and it was him, you know, the famous filmmaker, yes. saying, uh, in an interview, and I always feel that a man and a woman who do not like the same films will eventually divorce. Oh, that's the meme. I will put it up on our social. I'm showing it to you now. Wow. I got to disagree with Jean Luc Godard on this one. <laughs> you and I have a lot of different tastes, and hey. Like, I don't know what the future holds, but I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Our film taste is, is a, a Venn diagram. We've got yeah. a little middle bit, but uh, but yeah. I'd say when we met, it was, uh, the the middle bit was way it was, narrower. It was two circles. It was boobs. It was, boobs, two, it was classic boobs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and because the only movies we liked were pornography, right? That's what you're saying? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're spilling your tea? Great. Um, no. Spill the tea. But, uh, oh yeah, he spilled the tea. <laughs> Literally. You're spilling the tea about our okay. porn addiction. <laughs> what? Okay. No. This but, is all getting cut. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but, uh, but I don't agree with that. I don't think, I think it's important in a marriage to not like the same thing sometimes. Yeah, no. And I think that's. And to allow space for that. That's like pretty, uh, indicative of our relationship in general is that like we firmly believe and have always believed that like. You're still two separate people. You're still two people. You, you you live together. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? This, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the notion of, of two becoming one never appealed to us is no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the Spice hard... Girls were wrong, just like Jean-Luc Godard was wrong. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, hard, hard disagree on that one. Anyway, I thought it was interesting it applied to the themes of our podcast. Yeah, we'll play this episode at our divorce hearing. Oh, no. We'll be fine. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Great. Uh, that's my topic at the top. Yeah. Also, what did we watch this week? Nothing. I haven't watched we, shit. No, but we started watching uh, Yellow Jackets. Yellow yeah, Jackets? Yellow Jackets, yeah. Yellow Jacket? Yeah. Is it one or several? Several. It's, okay. They're the Yellow Jackets. Um, which I think is great so far. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I just really like seeing Melanie Linsky in general. I, love her so much. Yeah. I think she's great. That's all. I just like seeing Melanie. Great. Um, but yeah, I think it's pretty good. It is pretty good. All right. I'm sticking with it. All right. I like it. All right. Well, I was excited about a thing. I, I'm agreeing. Fucking shitting all over me. It's fine. I agree with Jean-Luc Godard now. <laughs> all right. Um, you know something we did do this week? We watched two movies. We did it again. Oh, God. Too close. Too close. <laughs> um, this week, we watched The Nightmare Before Christmas from 1993 and Kinsey from 2004. Two holiday classics. Two holiday Because this classics. is holiday month. Yes. Um, but, uh, but I mean, like, one of them has Christmas in the title. Mm-hmm. The other one. We'll get to it. Sort is of. Is a Christmas classic. <laughs> You know what? We'll get to it right now. Why don't we start with Kinsey? Great. Like I said, from 2002, directed by Bill Condon, our IMDb summary is, a look at the life of Alfred Kinsey, a pioneer in the area of human sexuality research, whose 1948 publication, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, was one of the first recorded works that saw science address sexual behavior. Okay. I mean, sure. According to the Kinsey Report, every average man you know. <laughs> That's um, in the movie. It is, because it ca- that show came out right after his book came out, or something like that. Right. It it's, written... from, it's a song from Damn Yankees? No. Oh. Kiss Me Kate. Yes. It's from Kiss Me Kate. There you go. It's from Kiss Me Kate. Because it's too Fuck off, it's from Kiss Me Kate. Hot. <laughs> Fuck off, it's from Kiss Me Kate. Yeah, that's gonna be me on Jeopardy someday. Fuck off, it's from Kiss Me Kate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is a song, Too Darn Hot from Kiss Me Kate. Um, Yeah, so Kinsey, this, it's an interesting one. So we are, we've got it starring Laura Linney, we've got Liam Neeson's, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, who else is in it? Oh, John Lithgow is in it. Yeah. Um, uh, the Skarsgård, what's his name? Peter Sarsgård. Peter Sarsgård. Not Sarsgård. Not, not Skarsgård. Every time we do this. Sarsgård. Peter Sarsgård. Who's incredible. Tim Curry. David Harbour. Tim Curry. Oliver David Platt. Harbour. The guy who went on to play Andrew fucking Jackson in Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson, which Another is a great musical. show. musical, yeah. Um, um, Julianne Nicholson from Mare of Easttown is in it. So. Yes. Um, just a lot. This, the, I mean, the cast is really stacked. Like, mm-hmm. li- like Liam Neeson and Laura Linney, who you may have seen, I did a little movie called Love Actually. Right. Just saying. They're back again, They're baby. They're back again. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. It's Liam Linney Neeson and Neeson. And Laura Linney. <laughs> Tell a friend. Um, so, but the cast is stacked. Yes. This is like, kind. I think, okay. Okay. We're going to put, we're going to start. We'll talk about the movie specifically, but let's talk about the fact right up top. Yes. I am 
we are. Yes. And I think you are still. Yes. Like the number one fans of this movie in the world? <laughs> probably. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are the only people who have seen this movie. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only people who have watched it multiple times, for sure. And like. The only people who named their first dog after Kinsey because of this movie. Our first dog was called Kinsey. Yeah. Kinskins. Kinskins. Kinsbo. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so I saw this movie when it came out and like was head over heels for it. I thought it was such a great movie in so many ways. And I think that it gets put into the box of like Oscar bait biopic. Mm, Yes. Which it is in some ways. Sure. For sure. Um, it has biopic tendencies, you know, starts like with you know, his youth and goes through a kind of long time. There's a time where like a 55 year old man is playing a 25 year old young Kinsey. And (laughs) you know what I mean? So like it has all this stuff that is kind of like biopic adjacent and, and the worst stuff about biopics, but it's weird. And it's, it was subversive for the time anyway. And it, you know, I mean, the, I think to be perfectly honest, the subject matter is interesting to yeah, us. Like exactly. the study of, of sexuality as a science for me anyway, is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, you know, I can't believe that it, nothing had happened previously to 1948. Like that right. seems real late to be studying, right. um, you know, the scientific behavior of sexuality. Um, also, and I'm pretty sure the movie is fairly accurate, but it, it stemmed from this place of him. Uh, he was raised very religious. Yeah. Um, and got married and went to have sex with his wife and something was wrong. Right. Nothing was wrong, but they couldn't but make they it work. They didn't know how to do it. Right. And he, and he realized, Kinsey realized that, you know, these people are entering marriages and, and don't have any understanding of a very basic biological function. Right. That's still true. <laughs> right. I mean, you, yeah, it's, we've. It's we, less true than it was in 1948, but it is still but true. But it's still very true. I mean, when, you know, you're, you knew people in college who were, who came from backgrounds that, you know, were, they were great people, but they came from backgrounds where they just had not been taught. And so they right. were having sex without knowing what they were doing. Right. The, in very, I, like, what, what risks they were taking in terms right. of pregnancy and all, you know, all that stuff. Like, yeah. Um, and I was someone who was, raised uh in an environment where we it was openly talked about questions were Mm -hmm. answered we had books all over the place my parents used to teach uh sex ed courses at the unitarian church so like i knew how it all worked uh i never um felt uninformed i was never like the kid on the playground that was like okay So first, the guy pees in your butt, and that is where a baby comes from. Right, right, right. That never happened. You found that out later that that's true. Right, that that's how it works. And that's how we have we have pee butt babies. (laughs) That is not not how it works. Um, Yeah, if you're if you're getting your sex advice and sex education from um, DVD Deathmatch, welcome, (laughs) and um, please uh, seek out some real information, some alternate information. Yeah, exactly. No, but I, you know, I think it was wonderful to be raised in an environment like that where I didn't, I never had any questions. Yeah. You know, it was never a mystery for me. Um, but back to Kinsey, (laughs) but back to Kinsey. So, so Liam Neeson plays Dr. Alfred Kinsey from his youth to his older age. Yeah. And, um, 
it's the thing that I, that I, you know, I think every biopic is trying to do this, mm-hmm. um, to an extent, but the thing that this movie does really well for me is that it's about marriage. It's about their marriage. Mm-hmm. And he and Laura Linney's character fall in love. And then it's about the give and take of that marriage in such a beautiful way. And like, um, so, so just to talk about the plot a little bit, Liam Neeson, Alfred Kinsey, he's like studying gall wasps mm-hmm. and he's, um, just, you know, has this sexual awakening with his wife where he realizes like, Oh, people don't know things. And in a scene with some young students, one of whom was played by John Krasinski. Oh yeah. I forgot. He's like, um, he's realizing these kids don't know anything. So he starts teaching this class at, at his university mm-hmm. And then um, it starts to get really popular, and then he kind of like forms an institute with a grant and a Rockefeller pub- grant. A Rockefeller grant, grant. yeah. Um, and then uh, publishes this report, which then catapults him to fame. And but uh, so that's like the broad strokes of the stuff that we know. But what we don't know is the marriage and um, him kind of uh, exploring his own sexuality with. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard's character, right, who's one, one of, of the, his uh, researchers. Yes, one of the kind of most famous things from about Kinsey's research, I think, is the Kinsey scale, which right. is no one, very few people are one hundred percent heterosexual and or one hundred percent homosexual. It is a scale, right? Um, and, and there's been research since then, like the Kinsey scale is like I think kind of outdated. Outdated, yeah, but for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did I cut you off? I'm sorry. No. Great. Fine. Okay. <laughs> this podcast is also about marriage and, so, <laughs> and the give and take. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I think that... So, let's talk about the Christmas of it all. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is... Here's the thing, guys. Mike made the list of potential Christmas films. That was not me. And this is on the list. And he goes, I'm pretty sure that there's a Christmas scene. And I was like, okay, I don't remember... At all, but I take your word for it. And then right before we watched, you were like, there is there is a Christmas scene. I remember what it is. Well, then we were in the scene, and I was like, wait for it. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it relates to this whole thing about the give and take of marriage, because the thing that I really love about this movie, so Kinsey, is, as a character, is someone who practices kind of like, he's a, he's a nerd. It's a movie about sex nerds. Yeah. Like, which is, is what is why we also love sex education. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a movie about people who are nerdy about sex. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is just so fun and cool. And Laura Linney is so great in it. Oh my God. She's so good. And she's, and it's about like openness and honesty and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, what's his name? Kinsey. Right. Yes. (laughs) He, um, he essentially, he's on a research trip with, Peter Sarsgaard's character mm-hmm. um, and cheats on his wife. Like they're in a hotel room. They have a, a sexy sex scene mm-hmm. where they talk about where they fall on the Kinsey scale. Yeah. And they have sex and it's cool. And then I think the next scene almost, <laughs> well, you're like, Ooh. Oh, he's cheating on his wife. Oh yeah. Um, deceit lies, whatever. But I think the next scene mm-hmm. is him telling Laura Linney. Yeah. I mean, in a like very like, Matter, Matter of fact. fact, but like gentle, like it's not cold the what he's doing, but he, but it is, he is a, a scientist. He's a scientist. And yeah. he's like, so I did this and isn't that interesting? And yeah. won't, don't, what do you think of this? And she's like having the reaction that 
a person in a relationship has, which right. is like, I am devastated. What? Why didn't you? You know what I mean? And right, not, like, and just very much like you are a robot. This means something. It's not just scientific, right? And that scene, I think, for me, like, is why this movie's so great. Mm-hmm. Is because it's not just like, and he had sex. And he wasn't careful, and it destroyed him. You know what he's I mean? He's a like, cheater, right? He's a he's he's a cheater, and he's also like he doesn't understand the emotional whatever. And it's like he does uh, he does understand what he's doing, and and he and she understands it, and then that leads her to have her own exploration. Mm-hmm. And that scene later, where she where Peter Sarsgaard then comes onto her, yeah, and and you know, um, it's the same exact thing where. Liam Neeson overhears it and you think, oh, he's going to be mad. And he comes in and they just kind of turn the tables a little bit. And she says, like, um, uh, Peter, I think Peter Sarsgaard says, like, I was I, wondering if I could have sex with your wife. Yeah. And Laura Linney says. <laughs> I think I'd like that very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I think I'd like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like it's just exactly. very. I, it's, it's so matter so of fact. Good. And it's great. Anyway, back to the scene that I'm talking about. All of this relates back because it's so well, it's this whole like wrenching scene where Laura Linney's very upset. Yeah. Liam Neeson is like just being like, but science, you know, we did this scientifically, whatever. And he walks out, she storms out of the room. She walks out of the room, yeah. It pans uh, after her and you see in the background a Christmas tree. Out of focus in the background, a Christmas tree. Just, wow. But that's such a great touch to that scene. It you is. You know what I mean? It, it is, is. like a, it's like a punchline to that scene. Yeah. Of like, it's also, also it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is great. Yeah. Is that the only Christmas in the movie? Yes, definitely. But it's fine. <laughs> um, so, Technically a Christmas movie. Right. But I think, I love that scene. I love the way that their relationship grows and progresses. I mm. love the fact that it's, uh, just about like radical honesty and how it's ultimately beneficial, but it, you know, it can be cause some damage along the way and people growing and all this stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just really like, I think it's not, it, it feels typical kind Mm -hmm. of like when you're watching it, you're like, yeah, this is like walk the line or something. Yeah. Like it's like a biopic. Yeah. But, um, it doesn't, but actually it's pretty subversive and, and wild to watch. Right. Well, and then also I have to say that like, uh, you know, so it's, it's all about the science fiction sexuality. He presents this um, cheating on his wife in a scientific way. We move on as the study grows bigger. He takes on more people and it's a big joke amongst the researchers and their wives that they all sleep together and for, you know, scientific reasons. And then it does fall apart yeah in the end the whole thing kind of falls apart and not just because they're all sleeping together but it it, there's uh, there's a turn that happens where you know there's a big fight scene and and kinsey is mad upset as researchers because he says you're not supposed to put emotion into it right and someone is basically like that's not possible right of course yeah um so so it's this interesting thing where it's not like hippy dippy free love man like blah no. blah blah but it 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 also doesn't necessarily send the message that this is bad 
Right. It's it's it's, just it's like very, very human and messy yeah, and, and exactly. all that stuff, and I really love that. Yeah, it's really really and it's it's cool. about <laughs> it's about like people who are awkward and horny, like a bunch of it's like horny nerds, like I was saying, and I think that that's yeah. Like, I think that that's like just fun. I don't know, I relate. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, the other thing I will say, so Bill Condon, mm-hmm. uh, before this, I think before this wrote. Uh, the Chicago movie mm-hmm. has since directed Dreamgirls and Beauty and the Beast yeah. and also wrote The Greatest Showman screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so has a lot of experience with musicals and the entire time watching this I was like why is this not a musical? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like doesn't yeah. it feel like a musical? Because the it, you know it has the like sweeping biopic thing of it kind of yeah. it felt like greatest showman almost like yeah. it felt like it should be a musical about like Kinsey about this sex researcher and i could see where the kind of like breaks were and you know the scene where um there's that huge montage of the interviews yeah, the of when he's going forms, yeah. across the country the intakes of mm-hmm. like talking to all these people about their sexual history. I was like, that would be yeah. a killer musical number. Like I, well, I, and there's also, there's also an aspect to it. That's very, um, the theme of Hamilton or Kinsey. He's, he's been sick his whole life as a little boy. Mm-hmm. He was, he was sick. And there's a whole thing with, he like, he prefers to be in nature and outside cause he spent so much time in hospitals. Yeah. Um, and he's really declining health wise. And the thing that he's so upset about is he said, I have to finish my work. I have to finish this because no one else is going to finish this. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, so it has that kind of Hamilton esque have to leave my legacy. Yeah. You know, like why do you write like you're running out of time? I really do think it would make a great musical. Honestly, I concur. Um, nobody steal that. We're doing it. Yeah, yeah, we we uh, we're doing it. Um, <laughs> and like we said, the cast is stacked. Uh, did we mention John Lithgow as his we father? I think casting Tim Curry as like the prudish other yeah. professor who's like mad and like and and uh, says that what does he say? <laughs> He's giving advice to his students about not masturbating. Yeah, and he says when I'm like. In Before bed. bed, what does he say? He says, "I think of all the Johns I know." Yes. <laughs> And it's just, it's like it's just that's a coup of casting of yeah. casting Frankenfurter as that stuffshirt yeah. professor is so funny, and I think that that gets to how funny this movie is yeah. to me. I think it's so funny. Like, yeah, I think funny it's, without being like Hee-hee, we're talking about sex. No, yeah, like it's not that, but it is very funny. Yeah, there's like lines that I remember. You know, even I haven't seen it in ten years or whatever, but um, you know, one of the researchers like they're going over stuff and. Uh, like watching film and the researcher goes, what about her vagina? (laughs) Just like that. And I love it. It's so funny to me. Um, And, and it's kind of campy in that way. Yeah. Liam Neeson, you know, yell, it's all just hooey. Like it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's a great movie. I really do. I really held up. And it's a very like interesting performance from Liam Neeson too, because you know, he kind of, you know, unfortunately his, his wife tragically passed away and he was like, well, I'm only doing like, uh, like take-ins ass, and ass kicking yeah. movies from now on. He and did, that's it. it. That's a, that's a, such an interesting turn Yeah, that he was like, like Natasha Richardson died yeah. tragically and like, but then he was just like, okay, this is me now. I'm angry. I'm going to punch things. Right. Exactly. Like, and good for you. Blessings. Um, 
so it's an interesting thing to go back and watch Kinsey where there's just a lot of uh, vulnerability and emotion happening in this character yeah. and, and in this, in, in his work. So mm-hmm. it's just very, it's an interesting, interesting watch. Yeah. That. They also mentioned towards the end that he's like hooked on barbiturates. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, see a normal biopic would have had much more of his downfall because of his addiction stuff. Yeah. And I was just so glad that I didn't, cause I don't care about that. And yeah. Well, that's not what it's about. I cared so much more about, the marriage with Laura Linney, yeah. and I th- like I don't know. It's it's a really uh, good movie. I, I just really <laughs> love it. I just have such affection for it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I'm like I don't think I have anything. Yeah, it's just it's good. It's good movie. We recommend. It's good. And our dog was named Kinsey, our and dog was named he Kinsey. lived in Hoboken. And we found out in watching this again that. Kinsey was born, the real Kinsey was born in Hoboken. He was. So what a time to be alive. That, <laughs> congratulations to all you for knowing that now. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, is it available? You got to buy it. Oh. You got to buy it on, if you want to watch it digitally, you got to go to your iTunes, your Amazons, your Voodoo's. Your Voodoo's. Vo- your Voodoo's. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else to say about Kinsey, but it's just, it's great. It's, it's great. Good. It's like the best biopic for sure. Oh, and for you, oh. I think Ben Walker, who plays young Kinsey, yeah. and who went on to play uh, Andrew Jackson in the bloody musical. Bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson. And Abraham Lincoln in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. He also played the, what's his name in uh, American Psycho musical. Oh, right. Well, for your benefit, I think he's a great match for young Liam Neeson. He is. He really yeah. is. Yeah. He looks great. Which I know you care deeply about. I love and a match. I love a good match. And you're right, too. Yeah. Um, great. Great. Okay. Right. Um, listen, I gotta know. America's asking. What's the connection? Well, John Lithgow of Kinsey yes. plays Kinsey's... Uh, Father, ultra religious father in the movie Kinsey, mm-hmm. starred with Catherine O'Hara, mm-hmm. who's in our next film mm-hmm. as Sally, mm-hmm. in the 2004 comedy Orange County. Do you remember that movie? No. Jack Black and Colin Hanks. Nope. We saw it in the theater. I got nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. Great. Well, we don't own it on DVD, so it's not going to come up. <laughs> um, Anyway, so they were in that movie together <laughs> that you don't remember at all. Um, great. There may have been other connections, but it was hard to research yesterday because IMDb was down. <laughs> and so... It's a great connection. It's it fine. Our next film is a Christmas classic. Or is it? Or you know? is it? Uh, that old chestnut. Who gives a shit about that conversation? <laughs> all right. Um, it's The Nightmare Before Christmas. From 1993, directed by Henry Selick. Uh, speaking of local connections to New- to northern New Jersey, Glenn Ridge's own Henry Selick. Hey! Um, I think many people believe it's directed by Tim Burton. It's not. Mm-mm. IMDb summary. Jack Skellington, king of Halloween Town, discovers Christmas Town, but his attempts to bring Christmas to his home causes confusion. Great. It's grammatically incorrect, but other than that, great. Christmas Town? Christmas Town? I, again, again, we don't do this on purpose. Oh, dear. But these are two movies Uh about enthusiastic 
curiosity <laughs> and the ravages it can bring <laughs> if pursued recklessly. Recklessly, exactly. Wow. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I, I'm not even really <laughs> kidding. I'm kind of kidding. But I'm but not. Also, but the characters at the center of both these movies are the same dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Jack Skellington is like, oh, I found this cool thing. Let me bring it to the world. Yeah. And it's a fucking disaster. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens with Kinsey. He's like, hey, why doesn't everybody want this information? Like, what, what's the problem? You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, no, I agree. That's, That's great. That's my big take. That's awesome. Jack um, Skellington is a Kinsey. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, has Christmas in the title. As you said, who actually cares about this debate? Although, I am going to weigh in. Um, because I have never considered this a Christmas film. <laughs> Ever. Really? Really. The title character... Is from Halloween Town. But he's discovering the magic of Christmas. Right, but he fucks it all up. He never gets there. He likes snow. But he does. I can't believe you're Christmas. having. This is not a Christmas film. I. Oh, I'm not getting into this. <laughs> like, yeah, like you're you're baiting me with the wrongest take I've ever heard. But I will not. <laughs> what? I will not participate. No, oh my it's god! It's fully a Halloween film. I'm not, you're, you're, it's bait. I'm not, you're wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> it's a, it's about discovering the magic of Christmas. Right. And what does Jack Skellington do? First of all, he's Skellers. fucking Skellington. The protagonist is a goddamn Skellington. <laughs> like it's not. You're saying a Skellington. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> like it's a thing, like it's a word we all know. It is a word we all know. Jack Skellington. <laughs> you just got <laughs> <laughs> There's skeletons all over this place. <laughs> um, okay. First of all, protagonist is a skeleton. I'm sorry. No, no, I wasn't correcting you. I think you're right to call him. They also him. call him the Pumpkin King? Like, yeah. what is happening? I'm Jack the Pumpkin King. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. I was just having a good time. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, and he he's like, oh, Christmas, I love it. Let me culturally appropriate this shit. And he gives them, like, horrific gifts. Like, he doesn't do it right. He never, he never gets it. Whatever. I mean, like, I this is, this is, like, really bad, this take. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because, okay, I wouldn't say it's not a Halloween movie. It's also a Halloween movie. But I think it's both. I think this debate is goofy. Like, I am inclined to agree with you, but if you're making me choose, I'm choosing Halloween movie. I got a question for you. What? Who's making you choose? The people who want to debate it. No, but you... The world at large. Great. People are clamoring. I get DM (laughs) after DM. Liza, weigh in on the Nightmare Before Christmas debate. Great. I love it. So I'm doing it. And while you're there, is a hot dog a sandwich? And Die Hard is the best Christmas movie and all these takes. I've never seen Die Hard, so... Well, we don't own it. Also, a hot dog is definitely not a sandwich. (laughs) All right, we're not. Again. (laughs) Love you. Done. Dunzo. Dunzo. Anywho's. 
Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> it is a classic. It's I would say classic. it's a classic. And I do not begrudge anyone who wants to watch it in the Christmas season. Here we are. We're going to watch it in the Christmas um, season. Our children fucking love it. Oh, my God. They love it. But I will say that around Halloween is when they were begging us to play Nightmare Before Christmas over and over again. And now it's six. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. You've probably seen it. Probably. And if you haven't, check it out. It's right. 76 minutes long. What's right. that? Oh, my God. That's nothing. The songs are super fun. The songs are great. Um, it's, you know, Tim Burton land. So. From the mind of... T- the twisted mind of <laughs> Tim Burton. Great. So Nightmare Before Christmas. You've seen it. You love it. Probably. Maybe. Maybe and maybe. Um, Jack Skellington. It like so. I really do. uh, It's the same with Kinsey. Like I really do love this type of character who's just like a dumb idiot who loves a thing, and then that kind of like destroys everything around him, and is and it's his downfall. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's great. I really do love these types of characters. I know I was joking about how he's a Kinsey, Mm -hmm. but I really do. Love that kind of like, oh, a dumb idiot who's enthusiastic and it winds up destroying everything. Yeah. Um, uh, it's kind of, uh, mm, I can't quite think of what I'm trying to say, but. Well, it's the same in the same line of uh, the informant. Right. I was thinking of the informant and election and Fargo yeah. and those kind. I love you, Philip Morris, and those yeah. kinds of things. Those are like liars, like active right. liars. Right. And Kinsey and. Jack Skellington are like pure of heart in yeah. a way, but yeah. also same misguided, same but vibe. same vibe. Yeah. And that is my favorite thing. You know that I've talked yeah. about it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think like this, it's like a very pure movie. I don't know. The, like you said, the songs are great. I always play, I mean, wh- Oh, it's not a Christmas movie, whatever. What's this is like the greatest Christmas song, um, going, Oh, the look I'm getting. The look I'm getting for that. The song What's This, where Jack... I'm saying for the listeners. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm talking to the listeners now. It's an A and B conversation, so I'm talking to the listeners. Wow. See yourself out. Wow. Okay, great. Uh (laughs) Wow. Wow. Can see yourself out. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what's this is the song, excuse me, where Jack Skellington discovers Christmas Town for the first time. And he's just so like, what's this? Like, everything is a joy to him. Every discovery. And then he figures out, like, San- Santa Claus and Christmas Town and all this stuff. And then he comes back. And that song is so pure and wonderful and such a great song. It's Danny Elfman. Yeah. Great musical numbers. Yeah. Um, for the most part. I think there's one or two. Like, I don't, like, is it Jack's, Jack's Lament? Jack's Lament, yeah. It, like, which, but now I've heard so much that I it's kind of grown on me. Mm. But um, because the kid again, the kids they love it. They can't get enough of this they movie. Love it. They love it. Um, but the musical numbers are great. Like I don't know. It. I just. It. It's. I have great affection for it. Yeah. No, I do too. I think. I do think that. Uh, it came up 
as our pick. And I was like, oh, we got to watch this again. Because I did get a little Nightmare Before Christmas out. Like um, you do with in any. The, in the Halloween season. Yeah. Uh, any kids movie that the kids latch on to. It's like, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. But it, it is. It's a great it's a great movie. I love that it's short. Obviously, <laughs> the animation stop motion clay thing is, right. is a feat. Um, and I can't. Imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine the, the tediousness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you, and you know, I'm not going to spout off any numbers for you guys. You can look into it if you want to, but it's just all very easily Googleable, just like how long it took them to make this 76 minute mm-hmm. thing and just. In, like minuscule movements of of every fr- I, yeah. oh my god well if this this movie was a huge <laughs> hit and if it wasn't a hit you wouldn't have Coraline and Fantastic Mr Fox yeah, and Corpse yeah, Bride yeah. for sure and like yeah. all these movies that we've talked about that we love yeah and um so yeah I mean I think it's like super influential it, you know I think the um, hot topic corporation owes a lot to <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas there's an aesthetic of a certain type of uh, teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that super like Christmas adjacent store, Hot Topic. What's wouldn't the... wouldn't be more adjacent to say Halloween. I'm not like I don't believe in this binary. I don't that it's like oh it has to be a Christmas movie or a I Halloween didn't movie. say it has to be. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Remember how we started this saying this was going to be played at our divorce proceeding? <laughs> it's like our divorce proceeding is happening now. Like by the end of the episode. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, I, don't, I feel like I'm not saying much, but I love... I know, love, it's hard I to love, talk about. Yeah, I mean, it it's, is... It's, it's hard to talk about this film. Sure. Yeah. But... I, I love so much about it. I love the design. Mm-hmm. I love all the ancillary characters. I love the mayor with the spinny head. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the clown and the, the, the you know, like. Oogie Boogie is Oogie Boogie's classic great. villain. Lock, shock and Barrel. Yeah. Um, Paul Rubens and Catherine O'Hara. You know, I didn't know it was Catherine O'Hara till we, I didn't even, like, we watched it. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I didn't, like, connect it. was it. her until I literally went to put together, like, the document for today. Like, our little, oh. Like our little outline, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> knocking shit over. Great. Um, yeah, I, it's like I that is information I definitely had at some point. Yeah, but until we rewatched it to this time, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas and Catherine Hare is great. <laughs> is the point. Um. Yeah, no, like you said, this kicks off all those other kind of your your Coraline, your uh, Corpse Bride, you know. Kubo. Kubo. Paranorman. Oh, Kubo's great. Kubo is really good. Um, You know my friend Dave worked for Laika Studios, like Coraline, Kubo, all them. Dave for who? Long. Dave Drusky. Dave Drusky? Yeah. I love Dave. Shout out to Dave Drusky. All right, is it available? It's on Disney Plus, baby. Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney it's coming available. through. It will be available forever. I feel like it's a it's a Christmas classic that everyone it's like got, you know, annual screenings and every you know, it's the whole it's the whole thing. Beloved. Beloved, beloved. if you will. Great. Um hmm. <laughs> hmm. Here's the conundrum. Of the of the Kinsey being one of our favorite films, 
And not being available. Right. And Nightmare Before Christmas being one of our kids' favorite films. Being available, but, like... Yeah. I mean... But, it, yeah, it also feels like it's not going anywhere. Right. We haven't used... Like, we've watched it a million times in the past couple years. We have. We've never used the disc. We've not watched it. I mean, we disc. used to use the disc all the time. Right. Uh, when our one kid was younger. Mm-hmm. But we haven't in a long time. Um, so I feel like that's the disc that we lose. Kinsey, you know, not, uh, not, not being available kind of solidifies that for me, but what do you think? It's true. It's true. It makes sense. Let's do it. All right. Nightmare Before Christmas. We love you. You're out of here. We're going to watch you a million times, but we're not going to have a physical copy anymore. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk going into this? Wow. All right. Great. Shall we pick this next matchup? Let's do it. Between 1 and 60. Thank you. You knew I was about to ask. Because I cannot This is the list of just holiday and holiday adjacent movies. Like Kinsey, a Christmas classic (laughs) that everyone acknowledges is about Christmas. Hey Siri. Uh Uh-huh? Pick a number between 1 and 60. A random number between 1 and 60 is 17. 17 is... (laughs) <laughs> the Extras series finale special. Ooh. Which is kind of a movie. Kind of a movie. But definitely Christmas. Definitely Christmas. Kind of a movie. I'd say it's a movie. Let's do it. i say it's a movie. It's a Christmas movie. We love it. Oh, it's heartbreaking. It is. Oh, that's going to be a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Pick a number between 1 and 60. A random number between 1 and 60 is 11. 11 is the movie Carol. Harge! Harge! Harge. <laughs> Love Harge. Oh! That's a good one, and a very Christmassy one. Yeah. And I've been meaning to rewatch. I, as well, have also been meaning to do that. <laughs> Great. Great. So we're doing a, a neo-Christmas classic, Carol, <laughs> and also a thing that is movie length, but is kind of a TV episode, but it, I consider it a movie, and so do you. So it's the extras uh, special finale thing. Yeah. I got to figure out exactly what to call it. Special finale thing. Yeah. Um, for the TV show Extras, the BBC show yeah. from the mid-2000s, it's extras great <laughs> i want to be clear you know some people watch things based on what is coming up so. totally yeah, yeah yeah um great that'll be fun two things i definitely have been meaning to rewatch. great i love it so perfect we love that we all right love that. we love to see it great you guys thank you so much for listening especially if you got this far we're dvd deathmatch in all of the places we got the insta we got the twitter we got the gmail we got the web and i hope that you um, can recognize that Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween film and it's not a Christmas <laughs> film. Spate. I'm not taking it. <laughs> All right, come back next week and see who survives. DVD, DVD Deathmatch. Death what? Oh, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
What was the beginning of that? <laughs> it was like, I don't know Taylor Swift. I don't know anything about it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but if only you ever meet that cheeky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is that so funny? Oh, no. Why All right. You got to edit this, so you got to stop. Off the rails. Okay.